Today on Fifth Age, we find out what happens when you lose everyone close to you, dress fancy, and spend way too much time brooding by yourself. Is this a Christopher Nolan movie? It's really not. But I see where you're going. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us here in the Fifth Age. I'm Erica. And I'm Dan. Come along with us as we explore Tolkien's world together. You know what you're here for. Family drama! Especially if it's someone else's family. But for real, we're going to discuss the stewards of Gondor and the House of Denethor. We're going to talk about things like, why are there stewards in Gondor? Why is Denethor so annoyed with Gandalf? Why is Denethor so annoyed with Faramir? And what is wrong with Denethor anyway? Hope you enjoy. Okay. Shall we get started? Um, yes, we shall. So, the stewards... Yeah. <laughs> so the stewards basically they were there to hold rule of Gondor well, because the king decided it would be a fantastic idea to ride out to single combat with the witch king of Angmar who no man could kill good one way to go Ianer. Yeah. <laughs> thanks buddy this is your fault um and the line, this is why they say, you know, the line of kings was broken. They say all these things about the, they lost the line of the kings. But there was more than one kingdom. There were more. There was more than one person. Um, and Aragorn is a direct descendant, but it's like, it's a really long list of people. There's like hundreds of years in between here. So the steward... The stewardship of Gondor became hereditary at that point. Okay. Um, so. Um, yeah, I was going to ask about that because it seems like, I mean, I know it's hereditary by the time we see it in the Lord of the Rings, but it feels like the sort of thing that wouldn't be hereditary. Right. Right. Because he's just like the right hand of the king. Right. Right. So Eoner's, uh steward, Mardil, was the first steward of Gondor, like as an official ruling title. And he's the one, after him, it became hereditary. And Boromir, Faramir, Denethor, they're all descendants of Mardil. So, so Eunor's like, keep, a, keep an eye on stuff. I'm going to go take care of this dude. Yeah, yeah. So this, this goes back to Second Age stuff. And, like, they were fighting Sauron. This would be, this would be Third Age. This would be early Third Age. So they're fighting Sauron, and they're fighting his generals and stuff. And, like, this guy just decides it's a great idea. And Glorfindil, like, one of the most powerful elf lords in Middle-earth, was like, hey, I'm not going to take this guy on because no man can kill him. And Eanor's <laughs> like, well, I'm going to do it. Like, no, you're not, man. Come on. <laughs> I would love to have seen the look on Glorfindil's face right then. He it's been- a big old <laughs> face palm. He's like... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, I guess. <laughs> All right, so who's got the throne? <laughs> <laughs> we should have a backup plan for this, right? Holy cow. Yeah. So that's that's why there are stewards, because Eanor couldn't keep his sword to himself. He needed to <laughs> stick it in the Witch King as many times as possible. <laughs> 
Or or none. <laughs> or none. We don't know. He just disappeared into Mordor and never returned. So like who, who knows if he even made it? The Witch King might have been like, I'm not dealing with this peon. Someone else go <laughs> someone else go deal with him. And I mean Ianor was a, a great warrior. He probably would have gotten pretty far into Mordor, but um they probably would have let him in and been like, oh, let's see this guy try." I'm throwing right. I'm throwing like the I'm throwing like the uh, Boromir shade at this one. Not with ten thousand men could you do this? Right, right. <laughs> no, no man can do this. Come on. What makes you think you're so special? You're not uh, Aowen, right? right? I mean, who is Aowen? Yeah. Yeah. Aowen. <laughs> I love Aowen. She's so, great. so so their job is to hold the throne, like to take care of Gondor in the place of the king. But yes, so they're just like, I mean, this is kind of this is kind of covered pretty well in, in the in the movie even. But basically, if the king shows, if the heir to the king, if the heir to the throne shows up, it's over, right? Like the steward is done. Stewardship is done. Right. They take an oath of office to hold the rod and rule in the name of the king until he shall return. And then they have to let go of the rod. I guess so. Huh. I mean, that's the idea. And I, I actually just watched some of Return of the King yesterday or the day before. Um, and they make Denethor like super whiny about it in the movie. Yeah. Like, I'm in charge of Gondor. I don't well, want they, your little Aragorn coming in. They really paint, like, played up the Denethor as a semi-European bad guy kind of a whiner sort of it reminds me of like he reminded me of like all all the sort of evil um like european lords in in movies like he reminds me of like of like um except less cool like the the bad guy in the bad guy in the knight's tale or like oh uh, yeah yeah uh, right yeah like, he's they made him like... kind of they made him kind of like, I mean, they didn't make him French, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they could have, but that would have been kind of weird. <laughs> no, um, but like there's there's a line like I was watching and a couple of the lines were like direct quotes from the book where he's talking to Gandalf. And um, he says something like, with your left hand, you'll use me as a shield against Mordor. And with your right hand, you seek to supplant me. He knows about Aragorn is the thing. Right. But and that's from the book. But, but then right after that, he's like, rule of Gondor is mine. <laughs> like, <sighs> And I think Peter Jackson put that in so that he could get Gandalf to say the name of the movie. So that we could all drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty powerful line, though. The Gandalf's mm. line after that: "It's not given you to to uh, what does he say? It's not given to you to prevent the return of the king, or something, something like that." Yeah. But I just I can't help but roll my eyes because he, he has to put the. He says "steward" at the end of it, he which says is it like he spits it out at him. Oh, uh, it's like, so great! It is pretty great, but I can't help but roll my eyes because like Peter Jackson just needs to get the name of the movie. Does he do that with all of them? And, yes, I didn't notice. Oh my god, I noticed so hard. Like in the theater I was like face palming, like, did you just I so I gotta give him a pass on Return of the King, because the line's so good. I didn't think so, but whatever. I People like it. different things. 
Good. I'm glad you liked it. It's there for you and not for me. That's true. It is there for me. It's totally there for me. Oh, I'm so glad it's there for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's kind of interesting that that came out that way. You say Peter Jackson must have, you know, insisted on it or something. And that's probably true because I know that um, uh, Ian McKellen somewhat famously wanted to only use lines from the book in his mm-hmm. dialogue whenever they were available. And he um, used them a lot. And it, it works so well because Gandalf's dialogue is so fantastic in the books. Yeah. I'm going to say, sorry, but Tolkien's dialogue isn't always fantastic. Um, <laughs> some, some of it is great. But um, some of it isn't. That's true. I think I think Gandalf's lines are good. It's not Star part. Wars bad. Oh God, no! But we're talking about Gandalf. Do we want to? We had a question about about Gandalf and Denethor. Do you want to just go to that? Sure. Yeah. So, so we're. I mean, we've talked at this point uh, about how Gandalf is throwing shade at Denethor for being a whiner and for mm-hmm. for wanting to, you know. To not fulfill his oath, basically. I mean, even the line from the book. And maybe that's why the extra line is there, because it's not clear to a casual viewer that there is an oath that this that this steward took to hold the position until it's time for um, the return of the king. I actually was somewhat surprised. Uh, I have to say when I was watching the was when I was watching the film, I was somewhat surprised that he actually sat on the throne He's not sitting on the throne. Oh, he's not. No, in the movie, he's sitting in the steward's chair, which is below the throne. There's a bunch of stairs behind him. Ah. And up on the, the what do you call it? So I just suck at noticing things. Got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's kind of true. That's, no, well, it, no, that's it is true. Also, I know it's true. Um, <laughs> but it is also lit strangely in the movie so that it doesn't appear. Like, it's, it's really bright behind Denethor. And so, uh, like, the, the stairs and the throne are kind of washed out and hard to see. Okay, well, so, because I, I kind of got the impression that he was in, sort of in the big boy chair in the room, you know? And so, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and, and the reason I say it that way is because, like, if, if you sit at the kid's table chair, it's really easy for Gandalf to just point at the throne and be like, dude look at that you're not even sitting up there like and you and you and you don't have the you don't have the palantir to do that yeah, you don't have jeez <laughs> he he doesn't though no but like but like you wouldn't dare sit in the, in that chair so like how are you saying that i'm supplanting i'm not supplanting anything yeah. you know i'm making you fulfill your oath yeah aren't you happy that you're fulfilling your oath finally Right. So, so, so then, so Gandalf obviously is pissed at Denethor's, uh, treatment of this topic of the topic of Aragorn's return. Um, but before that, Denethor is not happy to see Gandalf, not happy at all. Like, no, he shows up and Denethor is immediately like, I have to see you. But I wish that I could say no. It's so clear. He's like, I wish that I could just say no. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so what's there's a. I was going to say, so what's going on there? Like, why is Denethor? Why is Denethor immediately upset that Gandalf is there at all? So Denethor has some jealousy issues. 
he's got some problems. Um, Does he want so, his own elf ring too? Yeah, no. I, <laughs> well, yeah, no, he wants Saren's ring, but that's kind of... Does he really? Ev- um, He kind of does, but more on that later. Put a pin in that one. Yeah, put a pin in that one, okay. Uh, maybe make a note or something. I'm going to, we, yeah. Um, so Denethor, uh, when he was younger, his father, Ecthelion, um, Gandalf was a good advisor to Ecthelion. Gandalf was around a lot, and his word meant a lot to Ecthelion. Um, also around when Denethor was a child was Aragorn, under the name um, Thorangil. Thorangil, so so Aragorn was traveling around. He worked in Rohan for a while, um, and he served Denethor's father as a general and a trusted advisor. Um, and there were these people, uh, Aragorn and, did, and... Wait, wait, wait. Did you say he's a general? Yeah, he was like... He was like fighting in the war against Mordor when Denethor was a child. Anyway, Gandalf and Aragorn were around when Denethor was a kid. And his father, Ecthelion, paid them a lot of attention. Uh, Denethor basically has daddy issues because of it. And, um, you know, so he wanted his... Hold up. Is... Yeah. There- is Aragorn older than Denethor? Yes. Like a lot older or like? Um, yeah. How old so, is Aragorn? Um, I believe, let me, I should look that up for like exactly, but um, in, in the time of Lord of the Rings, he's probably in his 90s. Oh my goodness. 100. He's much older than he seems because he's Numenorian. Numenorians had a longer lifespan, um, than other men their ancestor is uh elrin's brother oh so they're oh. part elvish oh 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 so is this why elrond doesn't like aragorn because huh. elrond huh. is not super keen on aragorn either i mean like he's he's not or at least not in the movie like he's not like outwardly hostile I think it is Elrond that says the line of men has failed. In the- yeah. Um, so, so Elrond, that's not why Elrond doesn't like Aragorn. He actually really loves Aragorn. He raised him, essentially. Ah. Um, Aragorn was raised in Rivendell with his mother um, after his father died. But um, Elrond knows that he's, you know, who he is, who Aragorn is. Right. And he raises him and he doesn't, he's only mad because um, he's in love with his daughter because Aragorn's in love with his daughter. That's so lame. Well, and it's really uncommon for an elf and a human to get married. And and it, it's rare enough that every time it happens, there's a full story about it in the Silmarillion. Um, so it's like it's a, not- like a count on one hand sort of thing. It it is yeah I can count on one hand the number of humans that have married elves. Uh oh, in the Silmarillion, when elves and dwar- yeah not elves and dwarves, there's just one of those elves and dwarves. <laughs> is oh, that like the one was- in the Hobbit movie? God no. Come on. Should we come up with another name for that movie? <laughs> the the Legolas two show. I don't know. <laughs> I found it really great. Legolas two electric boogaloo. <laughs> I found a really great meme this morning, and it was a picture of um, Thranduil. Okay. 
all like looking all fancy pants yeah, and yeah. it says everyone get your hair done we're going to war <laughs> <laughs> wow um we got way off topic here did we as we tend to do so why is denthor so pissed to see gandalf show up is that where we were daddy issues daddy issues oh yeah, yeah because his dad okay because general general aragorn and gandalf was roaming around yeah um, when he was a kid um and there's there's even an interesting line that denethor has when he's pretty far gone when mm-hmm. he's despairing of um victory against mordor uh-huh um he fears change he fears giving up the throne and he wants it to be like it was when he was in charge essentially his wife died when he was very young and he had these two kids to raise on his own and an entire country but he says something about he doesn't want life diminished loved halved or honor abated he doesn't want to lose his honor as his as a ruler he doesn't want to he doesn't want to have a shortened life that the that the descendants of Numenor slowly over time have shorter and shorter lives and he doesn't want his love to have he doesn't want to get less than the love that is due him from his children or from his father and the the people of Gondor love Faramir and they love Boromir and they love Gandalf but I don't know that they love Denethor so much is this why Gandalf kind of is so instrumental in the defense of Gondor when he's like running around and talking to people and like trying to get people moving. Yeah. I well, I guess at that point Denethor had like gone off the deep end, but he had, and people kind of knew it, but they they kind of just didn't know what was going on, and I mean, they needed was, they needed someone to lead. That was real time, and there wasn't Twitter, so like, right, yeah, right, yeah. So you know, I suppose they Gandalf, wouldn't have known. They just no, wouldn't have had and, orders coming down, right? Like the orders just would have stopped coming down. They did. And and one of the orders he gave was, you know, abandon your posts and flee, run into the fire, die in the way you see fit. Right. Like, and everybody's like, nah, bro. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Well, not everybody. There are some of his personal guard, even when when he's when he wants to die, when he wants to burn Faramir and himself. There are guards there that are like, here, have a torch. Like there are people still loyal to him, even though they know that he is way off the deep end. That is such a weird way to be loyal. Isn't it? Like, but you see it all the time though. You do. You do. I, it, uh, you know, it kind of, for me, harkens back to the death cults from Numenor also. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's, there's even a line in return of the King where he's going to, he says something about we're going to burn like, our heathen ancestors oh, or something. He does say that. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. it's definitely, he's definitely coming full circle. Does Gandalf throw a line out about the houses of the dead when they're talking about that too? That's where they are. I know, but I mean like, what, I guess, what do you, what do you mean? So like, like um, when we were talking about Numenor, you yeah. talked about how there was a point at which the houses of the dead became greater than the houses of the living. Yeah. And that line comes from Gandalf. Well, yeah. Oh, so maybe that's what I'm remembering. Um, I was just wondering if he said that to Denethor or something like that to Denethor because mm-hmm. he's, he's basically reinitiating this sort of activity, which actually doesn't that make sense because of what's going on? Yes, absolutely. That is absolutely true. And it's, 
it's kind of twisted. It's extremely twisted. Like he's it, it actually it's really interesting now that I'm thinking about it in that in those terms. Um so these these death cults in Numenor arose because one of the kings of Numenor went to war with Sauron and captured him and brought him back to Numenor and became he wormed his way into being like an advisor instead of a prisoner. Um, and his influence started gaining prominence in Numenor. And then these death cults and um, Team Melkor arose. Right? <laughs> Team Melkor. Um, in Numenor because Sauron was there. And Denethor has been using the Palantir to try to spy yeah, on Sauron. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, he's, he's been using the Palantir to try to spy on Sauron, but all he's allowed to see is what Sh- Sauron is showing him. Which, so, is, which is like the fall of Minas Tirith. And he can't take it anymore. So it's kind of well, a parallel. Like, in Numenor, they were like listening to Sauron, and it made them all despair and want to die. And he was listening to Sauron. He's like, crap, I can't win against this guy. Against the East, there can be no victory. I'm going to burn can we call that ending foreshadowing for a future episode i think we can before we go any further we do have a correction this week aragorn is actually a year younger than denethor but if you think about it that would just make denethor's daddy issues worse a younger guy shows up and shoots up the ranks to become daddy's trusted advisor you get it now i know what you're thinking What about Faramir and Boromir's relationship? And what about their relationship to Denethor? What about the struggle against Mordor? Where's the family drama you promised us? There's so much more. There is. And we're going to get into a lot of it over the next few Fridays. Now, back to business as usual. You can contact us by email at show at fifthagepodcast.com, on Twitter at fifthagepodcast, on Facebook, and even directly on the show post on fifthagepodcast.com's website. We'd love to hear any feedback or questions you have. If you like the show and want to help us grow, the best thing you can do is share it on social media. A review on iTunes or wherever you subscribe wouldn't go amiss either. Music, as always, is provided by Dr. Turtle. Thanks for listening. See you next time.